This is the Be Still My Soul podcast. I'm Pastor Ray Brandon, walking with the church through the scriptures, utilizing the the gospel project. And today we are in unit 19, session two, day four, reading from Luke chapter one, verses 76 through 79. And this is a prophecy from the the lips of Zechariah about his son, John the Baptist. Uh, Before we dive into the text, just a reminder uh, to you that on Monday night at 7 o'clock, January 11th, is our discussion panel on Live Not By Lies, and you can sign up for that, um, and that is an in-person event. You can go to www.northbridge.me and sign up for that. Even if you haven't read the book, I think you'll find the discussion around Rod Dreer's book, uh, Live Not By Lies, a manual for Christian dissidents. On our panel, panel is a, a pastor, a scientist, a philosopher, and a high school athlete. And uh, I think you will find that engaging, interesting, valuable, and a, um, a thoughtful use of your time. So here we are in Luke, Luke chapter 1, and the and. Zechariah's prophecy, he is um, filled with the Spirit of God, and he is speaking about his, his son, whose name is John, who is going to be the prophet of the Messiah. So one going before and preparing the way of the Messiah. Both the preparation for the Messiah um, is a theme in John's gospel, as well as the message of the prophet John the Baptist, and that is a message of repentance. Uh, Luke wants to um, help Theophilus, who he's writing to, connect the Old Testament scriptures to Jesus, and then the community that is filled by the Spirit in the book of Acts, the community of Jesus, the church that Jesus established. He wants to show this continuity, and and he does that um, through writing about John the Baptist, but he also does that in a literary style. For the whole book of Luke, spends some significant time um, on the road to Jerusalem, showing that um, this is what Jesus came for. Uh, that he came to he came to die, he came to die even though he was innocent, and Luke spends some significant time um, pointing towards the fact that Jesus came to to die as an innocent because he is the 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 substitute. Uh, he utilizes Isaiah the prophet, and um, in in speaking of the servant. Um, who is condemned, and then slowing down as Jesus uh, celebrates Passover and makes clear that uh, Jesus is the one that drinks from the cup of God's wrath, uh, that Jesus is the one that does not allow that cup to pass from him, but he partakes in it, that God's wrath is upon him because he is the lamb that is the substitute. He's the sacrifice that is the substitute. And he is, he is, is um, John is preparing the way and he is proclaiming who Jesus is. And certainly there, there's a lot to, to learn 
uh, about who Jesus is in that sense. But it, I, I think we also can learn about how John functioned in that his role, even though there were many people that uh, he affected, he understood his role was to decrease. Um, that he decreased in order that Jesus might increase. And that certainly is our role. When you think about what you do, I, I don't know what your profession is as you, you listen to this, but um, you may be on your commute to work or from work, or this is uh, what you listen to on, on your lunch hour, and um, you have a particular role and function in life. Um, even as we talked about um, in our message on, on 1 Timothy, that, that role is complex and complicated because we have to sleep and eat and uh, um, raise children and make beds and do laundry and prepare meals and all the things um, that, it, that go into a day. We wear many hats in many different roles, but all of those things do not mark out our identity. Um, all of those things... Um, actually are there so that those things might decrease so that through all those things Jesus might increase and and that is that's a difficult thing because there's so many things in our day that are vying for our attention that want to increase and you know we want them to increase because it makes us feel important um, but we have the life of the Savior that Everything in Scripture points to that he came as the sacrifice, the servant, and he went down. He went down to the grave, and it was God that exalted him and lifted him up. So, dear friend, um, today, even as you, you listen, how is God calling you to serve? And how is he calling you to serve in such a way that people will see in your actions and in your words that you are a servant of the living God, um, that you are willing, willing to decrease in order that Jesus himself might increase.